What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 109 of the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about second rut stuff this week. I got Blake and Nate in here with me, and I'm sure we'll get into some other things as well. Um, there's no telling where we're going to end up by the end of this. The last time I believe the quote was, we rode a lot of horses tonight, and I would say that will probably be applicable again. But before we get into any and all of that, don't forget about our partners for the podcast. One of those being Grandpa Ray Outdoors. Now they specialize in providing the best nutrition for white deer on your property, starting with the soil. They've got a full line of high-quality food plot seed and plant foods. With over 14 different food plot blends to choose from, you're not going to have any trouble finding what you're looking for. They've got fall and spring blends, corn and beans, switchgrass, liquid fertilizer, soil test kits. When it comes to food plots, they've pretty much got it all. Now, I have planted in my plots... Uh, fall draw, what's the purple bag? Frosty Delight, Grains and Greens. I don't know if I've ever actually planted the Inner Sanctum, but you've planted the Inner Sanctum and mm-hmm. the Fall Draw mm-hmm. and the Elite, mm-hmm. which is the Clover Blend. Mm-hmm. Blake, you've planted at least all of those. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So between all of us... Fro- Frosty Delight, your Frosty Delight was destroyed mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. I mean... Just between all of us, I don't know. We've planted a ton of his seed. Yeah. When I start thinking about how many, how much of his seed we've put on client properties, it's like thousands of pounds. Yeah. And I have yet to be disappointed, even on a dry year like this, like we were talking about before, uh, before we got on. The little bit that I do have at the cabin, they're just hammering it. Mm-hmm. If it's there, they're eating it. Like mm-hmm. they've, there's been does in that. That's where I killed my doe the other night. We were talking about that before. Like you killed your buck coming out of a Grandpa Ray food plot. You killed one of your bucks over a Grandpa Ray food plot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's good seed. It's always been exceeding or at least at expectations for what I think I'm planning. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been impressed with it. And they're not just about their products, though. So when it comes to customer service, they're really probably second to none when it comes to food plot blends. If you go buy something off the shelf at Walmart and you try to call and get some help about it or get some advice, good luck with that. When you call these guys, you're going to get a person to talk to. And it's a good chance it's going to be John himself who runs the place. Um, and though they were started in, in 2015, he's been in the seed nutrition business since 1991. So they're going to have answers for any of your questions you might have. That way you can achieve the best results possible for your property. Uh, you can go check them out at GrandpaRayOutdoors.com. Use the discount code RHOPodcast. That's all lowercase, no space, and you get 5% off your order there. We're also a dealer for them, so if you want to save some money on shipping, let me know. I'll get you some seed. Our other partner for the podcast is Rodney Hawkins. So if you guys are looking for your own piece of ground to manage and hunt, maybe you want to plant some Grandpa Ray outdoors food plots, cutching, plug, (laughs) then you need to talk to Rodney. Uh, He is a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. So if you guys don't know who they are, they're not your average real estate company. While they do some residential selling as well, they sold over $85 million worth of ground in 2022 alone, and I'm sure they're going to be close to that number again this year. They've got agents like Rodney all over Illinois. They're really a local company with a national reach. For more info on them, uh, anything that might be available or coming up, sometimes Rodney will have insight on stuff that's not even on the hit the market yet. Like he's got sellers. Uh, he's also got buyers. So if you guys are looking to, if you have property you're looking to sell, maybe you're downgrading, maybe you're upgrading, whatever it is, he's got buyers for those too. So you can call him about that as well. His number is 618-925-3153. And he's also got his own company called RG Outdoors. He's currently got products from Radix Hunting. He's got Camo Dust, which is an all-natural scent elimination product. And he's got Tacticam Trail Cameras. 
He's adding stuff all the time, too. He's always trying to find new stuff to add to the store. So you can check their Facebook page out if you're interested in any of that. That's RG Outdoors. You can email them at rgoutdoors.yahoo.com. Or, again, just call Rodney directly at 618-925-3153. Don't forget about our social media. It's Reach Hunter Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. We do have a Facebook group, RHO Podcast Patrons, where you guys can get some input on the podcast. You also get some exclusive stuff as far as when we have guests coming on and I get enough time ahead, I'll let you know who's coming on so you can ask them questions if you want. I'm going to try to do a giveaway in there before the end of the season, but for sure sometime this uh, this upcoming year we'll do some giveaways on there. RichHunterOutdoors.com is our website. If you find anything on there you like, whether it's the apparel, the scents, the seed, you can use the discount code RHOPOD. That's all caps, no space. And you get 10% off of everything there. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you follow us, leave us a review. That stuff really helps us out. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe, hit the notification bell. If you've not already done that, if you're listening somewhere else, go over to YouTube, subscribe to that. You'll see the Fall Pursuit show there uh, that we've been doing this fall. We've had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I've been pretty happy with how it's turned out. we got nine episodes up. The next one will be episode 10. It should be coming out sometime within the next week with Christmas and everything coming up. I don't know exactly when I'm going to get it published, but I'll try to get it edited and put up as soon as I can. We're going to have uh, – I, I was able to finally punch a tag – uh, on a dough, but nonetheless, one less tag I have to eat. On camera. It was on camera. Put the whammy on a nanny. It was for Walt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys can see that. You guys finally got a kill shot. <laughs> yeah. He's going to say that. Yep. You guys will be able to see that. And then I believe Dusty does have a little bit of video from the buck that he killed as well. Mm-hmm. True to form, though, he didn't get the kill shot. And I don't mean true to form for Dusty. I mean true to form for Fall Pursuit in general. <laughs> He didn't get the kill shot. Well, I'll have some video from him, I think, as well. So that'll be a good episode. That's on our YouTube channel. Uh, I think that covers it all. Let's get into episode number 109 of the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. This is the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. Oh my gosh. Blake's. I'm glad he's here. <laughs> we got the whole crew back. I think I mentioned it in the intro. But although I say the whole crew, Dad and Jeff. Dad was on the last time with Richard. He hadn't been on in a while. Jeff hasn't been on in a month of Sundays. But we got three of the, the new crew in, I guess. We were on two episodes ago. We did the one. Mm-hmm. Where we rode all the horses? Yeah, whatever Nate's deer was. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about your buck. Now, we just scored 160 on the money. I'm, uh, not, I'm not telling anybody any different. 159. I want my money back. <laughs> Missed it by an eighth. <laughs> to be fair, that tape measure was missing probably at least a 32nd of an inch. Yeah, you stretched that tape real good. I stole a 32nd every time I measured. So if you figure that, you probably got an eighth. Oh, Probably 160. I could not be more disappointed right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke. (laughs) I was going to say, last time I felt like, well, no, last time we missed 180 by like less than two inches. Yeah. And this time we missed 160 by an eighth. Yeah. Typical Nate being short once again. Yeah. Well, story of my life, too. So (laughs) we won't get into that, though. I'm I'm buying a different tape. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to buy it. 
I'm gonna buy a whole bunch of them, and whichever one is the smallest, that's one I'm keeping. There you go. It's missing a little section in there. That's right. Yeah, that's the one you need for measuring your deer. You jar. Or you can jar it and start an inch early. I, I, was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say if I just add an inch every single time, things will get better. Yes. Yeah. All those measurements, you'd have been 180 probably easy. For sure. Yeah. So anyway, we measured that deer. We measured the sheds off of him, and he had yep. gained 10 inches. Uh, I, yeah. Almost I, on I, the dot. I think 13. I think 13. 13. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Cause the, um, yeah. but uh, like gross frame, right at 10 inches. Um, uh, like all those uh, points at the base, you know? Yeah. That we can't, uh, he had, what, five inches of trash at the base? Yeah. Or maybe even Something a little like more. Something like that. Um, like, he didn't have none of that on them sheds. Um, he didn't so. make an inch on any of them. No. No, one of them. Yeah. The one that was yeah. over two this year, he made an inch on. Yeah. Um, uh, surprisingly. All the little knobs that looked like they wanted to be points last year almost stayed identical mm-hmm. and grew into little trash points that did count. Mm-hmm. I had never, I don't know that, it, well, the Funky 8, we picked up his one shed, you know, and he had some trash at the base there. Mm-hmm. Um, the year before I killed him, he actually had more trash at the base that year than the year I killed him. Right. The horn that I never did find was the cooler horn. Even for trash. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this deer here this year, um, all the little points last year on them sheds that wanted to be points, they actually did grow into points this year, mm-hmm. almost in identical spots, uh, which was really surprising to me. I yeah. I'd, I don't know. It's just interesting. I never mm-hmm. never thought it'd be like that. Yeah, that's something Dusty was telling me. Like they're, because Ghost, mm-hmm. the deer that I shot last year, is the second one. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't find. He, I had talked to somebody who hunts up around there. They had pictures of a deer that was somewhat similar. And they were like, well, look, you think it could be this one? Similar frame, his twos were shorter. Like, he, his main beams were similar. But Ghost had, last year he was just a nine with a kicker. And a pretty distinct flyer off of one side. So much so that the first picture I got of him, you couldn't see it in the picture that's the deer. That's when I named him Ghost. I saw this nine pointer, and I was calling him like a flyer nine or something, just because he had this. Ended up figuring out it was the same deer. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this ten pointer that I got pictures of this year that was similar, that was probably a couple miles from that place, didn't have that. And Dusty was telling me, and they've got as many trail camera pictures as anybody. Oh yeah. And as far as consistently seeing deer year over year, he said rarely will they lose a like a kicker or a mm-hmm. sticker. He said sometimes they'll throw it. Maybe a little different, mm-hmm. but a lot of times they'll they'll keep those. Like mm-hmm. he said, they'll lose uh, G fours more than they will stickers. Like he's wow. seen them lose wow. go from tens to eights. Wow, that's more, crazy. More than he's seen them lose those little stickers and stuff. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, but so him saying that plus that deer not being he was similar but not similar enough. I was like, that's for sure the same one. I I don't think it was the same deer, but anyway. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting with your deer that he did have that junk that was in similar spots that just grew into yeah. scoreable points this year. Yeah, that, that is almost fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, much heavier this year, way more mass this year. Yeah, considerably. Um, he had, I haven't actually compared the numbers of tine length this mm-hmm. year to last year, but I'm going to guess that he had... On that one side, there was only one tine longer this year. Yeah. 
I remember right. Yeah. I'm just measuring. Uh, um, uh, all that he grew was pretty much in mass. Mm-hmm. That, you know, I mean. And, sp- like, what, he had two inches on spread. That, yeah, yeah. So, so like, he had, you had to figure the mass measurement up. And just, because that'll tell you, because he had two inches more on spread and he had four more inches of extra points. Mm-hmm. So that's six mm-hmm. inches. Mm-hmm. So it, if you take that out, he's seven inches different. Yeah, and not much, not yeah. much. Um, because but he, his height was considerably better on that left side last year. Yeah, yeah, his left side is the weak side on height and mass this year. Mm-hmm. And last year, that left side was pretty tall. I the mean, carrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for he was very tall compared to what he is this year. So they talk about when they throw those goofy sides a lot, it's an injury. To the opposite side of the, isn't it? Yeah, if it's on the back, it's opposite. If it's on the front, it could be either or. Is how the research they've done on it or whatever. So I wonder if they have a smaller injury, like maybe if he had a smaller injury to his back right Mm -hmm. or either one of his fronts, if maybe that would be enough to take away from his left antler Mm -hmm. that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bases were almost the same. Mm -hmm. Brow tines. I can't remember which. Or even the freaking drought that we had. Like, Yep. He's hurting real for bad in his front right ankle. <laughs> he yep. is now, yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what I was talking about that dough when I sent you guys that dough. Uh, well, I think I sent it to you, Blake. You said that, you asked me if it was that big one. I said, no, nah, but she's healthy. And I said the same thing to you. I said, no, nah, she's healthy. Well, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she's not doing too good now. <laughs> Lots of hemorrhaging. Uh, do you, oh, do you use them dead meats or the mega meats? The mega meats. Yep. Mega meats. That's what I've been shooting since since I shot Ghost. Which again, like, I don't think just like I don't think the broadhead screwed me on the deer this year. I don't think the broadhead cost me the deer last year. I really don't. Either one of them. Had I had a big expandable on that first deer I shot and hit him low and back, maybe I catch something that he bleeds him out. But I still don't think we find him because of where I hit him. Just so far low and back, I think I was underneath everything. Ghost, like I don't know exactly where I hit him, but from the blood that was there right at the beginning, it looked like he should have been dead, but it's hard to say what happened. Anyway, same way with this year. I don't think if I was shooting the muzzies that I was shooting last year, they would have done any different than the mega meats that I hit that buck on. I think whatever happened was destined to happen to me no matter what. Seriously unfortunate. Yeah, and that was going to happen. But anyway, I switched to the mega meats last year after I... Uh, lost ghost just basically I don't know give me some reason to go hunting again and I shot that doe with him last year and I mean basically the same place as I shot this one mm-hmm. I think this one was quartering just a hair bit more because mm-hmm. I did catch the very front part of her intestines but double lunged her yeah and then one of those blades must have hit it but I also squared up her both well her front side rib totally broke it in half and then the other side which I thought was more interesting was because it's a doe, it's not a real big deer, so it's not like you're busting through a rib on a buck, on a five-year-old buck, after you're going through his hide and his meat and all that. But on the other side, you could see where the blade went through, and one of the blades had broke her rib in half mm-hmm. on the other side. So I, it wasn't even like it center punched it. Mm-hmm. How was the blades? One of them was, like, chewed just a little bit. Had scoring going on. Yeah, but it was, they're all straight. I could shoot it again. Hmm. Like, I would have no... Especially like second arrow, like I mean, even a first arrow, it, it would kill a deer. Like I feel very confident it would be fine. It just has that little bit. It's probably a little dull on that one. 
mm-hmm. that one blade. And I got to figure that's the blade that went through that rib. Mm-hmm. But it broke right through it. Nice. Even the buck that I shot, that, that broadhead tore up bad. Mm-hmm. The doe I shot last year, that broadhead, I couldn't use it again. Mm-hmm. The blades were pretty bent on that one. But but now this deer went 60 yards and piled up. She made about three jumps into the woods there on the new plot. She went basically where we saw that little buck, mm-hmm. or that younger buck, where he popped out and went back in. She hopped right in there and died. I was fortunate because she came off the neighbors to the north. I was sitting there. It was pretty close to dark. And I probably had about 20 minutes left, I guess. And I was sitting back in the blind because I got to have my tripod like in the center of it. And I'm sitting back so I can't see down the north side really. And I looked over and there she was standing there. And I didn't hear her. It was really quiet. But anyway, so I sat up and she's probably 20 yards from the fence row with that. She comes out. She gets behind that little tree that's right there in front of the blind. She circles and goes back. She's going back to the neighbor's property to the north. Not the 40-yard gap. But, like, the 20-yard gap is where she's headed, and she was probably at 25. So she was quartering a little bit. That's where I decided to shoot her. Anyway, instead of going where she was headed, she turned and ran straight east down the north edge of the food plot mm-hmm. and then jumped three times into the into the timber on our property. So, like, Ideal. if it had been a buck, he'd have went 500 yards straight north, I guarantee it. Yeah. <laughs> and he would have ended up in the thickest crap ever. Yep. But she just... Turned and stayed right on us the whole time. Like, he couldn't have drawn it up any better. Mm-hmm. Nah, Unless she would have died. She r- at the truck. Yeah, she could have went <laughs> back towards me, went to the truck. Or she could have died right there in the food plot. I actually thought in my head, best case scenario, I shoot something. I shoot a doe, double lunger, and she makes it to the end of the food plot, dies on camera. If it had been daylight, I think she might have died on camera. Like, mm-hmm. if it had been middle of the day or earlier that afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was probably five, ten minutes before legal when I killed her. But yeah, it was Dumb longer, she piled up, hit her right where I wanted to. Mm-hmm. She was at 25, I think. Mm-hmm. And that screech and arrow rest stopped her. Perfect. I mean. Oh, yeah. Perfect uh, perfect way to stop her. Right Which is, I told you, like, that's half the reason I drew when I did and didn't. Because I was like, this is going to make noise. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's about to get out of the screen. If I draw this back, she'll stop. I don't have to do anything but shoot her. Like, here, here it goes. And she did. She actually, Gosh. you can you can see it in the video. Like, one time I think my arrow got out of the window a little bit. I don't know if she caught that or what, but she stopped and kind of looked. And mm-hmm. then she went back to feeding. But two or three times she stopped and looked. And a couple times she looked up at the blind and then just went right back to feeding. Like, those black windows, I think, make a huge difference. Because I keep them zipped up all the time. Mm-hmm. But I think those black windows on those rhino blinds make a huge difference. Do You, you don't have the little, like... Mesh things that go up in front of them. Uh, I have them. I don't have them on that window. Yeah. Like I say, I have them on mine. I put them. I put one up since you guys have been in a, on the south window, mm-hmm. halfway like we did yours. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of halfway down, and then I I've got one on the north window too, so I can keep it open, but it's blocking the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like the rest of it, no, it is wide open, and I close them when I leave too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't leave them open all the time. Like, I had to on my all-camo blind. Because mm-hmm. I had deer, when I opened those windows and when I was in it, they came out and, like, looked right at it. And they were like, nah. That's, that's different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they, you know, looked around a little bit, did the little head bob, and then left. Mm-hmm. But these deer, both, uh, at least two of the times I've had does come out when I've been in it, have looked up at it and then went on. 
didn't care about it at all. I think that that makes a lot of difference. Yeah. Having those black windows. Yeah. I do still leave all mine open. Mm-hmm. But I, you can obviously get away with it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, of course, that one blind of mine does not have black windows. Right. Um, See that one, I would leave. I would for sure leave them open. I think. Yeah. Except for stinking hoot owls will try to get in there with you. <laughs> I've heard that. Man. Did I tell you about the the first morning I sat at the new stand at the cabin there on that plot? I have. I bet I had seven different owls, like just howling at each other. Barred owls, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barred owls, hoot owls, uh, screech owl. Like mm-hmm. they were all just all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was almost a little creepy. Mm. Interesting. I'd never heard that many at the same time. It was mm-hmm. just kind of cool. We got Royce to where he'll hoot like an owl. Does he? You'll ask him what an owl says, and he'll squall great big. Take him turkey hunting with you. Yeah. He'd be your locator. Yeah, he he would locate something all right. Find him, boy. <laughs> yeah. He'll go tracing through the woods uh-huh. like a little animal himself. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, I can say that I got my third Illinois buck of the year. You did. This could attract some attention. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you got the old trifecta. Yeah, with my... A bow with my gun, with my truck. Yep, it was very unfortunate. Hey, if we're counting truck deer, I did kill a, a forkhorn on the way to Blake's house once really? this year. Yeah, I it, forgot about that. Uh huh. See, you guys are all on Facebook talking about killing deer with your trucks, mm-hmm. and you all forget that I was doing it before it was cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the old Ford just keeps right on. It just going. kept on took the licking and kept yeah. on taking. There ain't even a dent on it. Oh man, that old steel bumper. And I squared that sucker up, too. Man. About like you did. Man. He went right under the middle of the truck. Man. I was like, oh, this is going to be loud. And it went thud. And that was about it. Man. <laughs> there was Mine. blood all over the road. It was all, great. All she wrote. <laughs> yeah. Mine was rough. There was hay bales alongside the road there in that one spot. He just came flying out from behind one of them big round bales. And I was like, wow, this is not going to be good. <laughs> yep. Hit him. Uh, <coughs> pulled over there. Looked at the truck, you know, made sure that I wasn't leaking nothing. Mm-hmm. Wasn't seeing no antifreeze, wasn't seeing no oil or nothing coming out. I was like, well, I guess we'll see if it'll go. And, and like, I hit him, and then I ran over him, you know. <laughs> yep. like, I mean, it it broke my mud flap. It broke one of my mud flaps. Like, I, I never even, I'd never seen that happen. It broke my plastic mud flap. I mean, just bent it and cracked it. You know, uh-huh. so like when I'm driving now, that thing just sits there and pop, 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 yeah, like blowing in the wind, you know. Yep. But anyway, um, went back and looked at the deer. Not a bad deer. No. You know, he's, I don't know, he's 150s. Mm-hmm. He could he could be bigger. I don't know. Yeah. He's got all them little sticker points. What tape we using? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I guarantee he's going to be nine and inches, or nine and, and eights. You know, mm-hmm. he won't he won't make the next class. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a nine and eights. Yeah, he'll be one forty nine and six eights. <laughs> yep. So anyway, uh, but yeah, I got him. Um, uh, can't believe the truck's still drivable, but it is. Hopefully, I'll be getting that thing fixed. Mm-hmm. That was a Jeff hit two of them. Yep. Jason hit one of them. Yep. Yeah, been a busy week for killing deer with the truck. Yep. Well, yours was a little earlier, I guess, but yep. Um, well, a couple of weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Did everything legal too? It's all good to go. Correct. Yep. Yep. I. Uh, You're driving the speed limit. Scouts absolutely. Honor. Absolutely. Honest engine. 
Yeah, and, that, and then for a brief time, that was the fastest that deer ever moved. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. serious change of direction, but yes. is oh. is fast. Uh huh. Is fast. Oh. Some old boy's really pissed right now. He's like, "My buck made it through the gun season. You're gonna uh-huh. get him next year." Then, oh, for real. So then, then here comes Nate. Just someone so, definitely has pictures of that deer for sure. Has I to. have heard the story. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, but I've heard it said that, yeah, so-and-so had lots of pictures of that deer. Mm-hmm. Saw him, you know, quite a bit. Couldn't get him killed. You know, he, he, uh. Wasn't that just, hard, was it? He, no, <laughs> no. Like they said, this guy had been hunting that deer and I was like, man, I got it done fast. Like, <laughs> I saw him for like three seconds tops and then he's mine. <laughs> yeah. Killed like, him. I did not mess around. <laughs> like you said last time we were on, you guys are just killers. Yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. I I promise you I am most effective with the truck. <laughs> yeah, it's like they don't go far. Not no. out of the truck, just with the truck. Yes, He's correct. <laughs> I seriously thought about when I killed that doe. I went home to change clothes, so like to come back up and clean her. And I was looking in my gun case at that two forty three, and I was like, I need to take this thing and take it up <laughs> there. And post a picture with it in this doe, talking about how I loved the new rifle season in Illinois. <laughs> how I wouldn't have been able to get this deer without it. And how this particular brand of baiting corn was the best brand. Oh, man. I should have done it, but I didn't want to talk to Tim that bad. <laughs> so I didn't. Just today, I saw a guy on some food plot page on Facebook. And he goes, and it was like an Illinois food plot page or something. He said, <laughs> he said, you guys haven't had any luck with broadcasting corn. <laughs> and, dude, it got ugly fast. <laughs> like That yellow dirt really attracts them. <laughs> guys are like, I typically do not broadcast mine far at all. <laughs> Is is usually very much in a localized spot, and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh yeah, it got ugly fast. Well, even that's better. exactly what I expected. Though. Yes, there was a guy. Maybe it was on the Southern Illinois Deer Hunter page. I don't know if you saw this one. I think I don't know if he was asking about brands of specific deer corn that people used in Illinois. Oh, I saw that one too. Yeah, and guys were like, not unless you want to go to jail. <laughs> like, yeah. if you want to hunt in Illinois again, you probably don't want to do that. But Yeah. And then there were, of course, it, the guys on there that were like, you know, well, just the farmer's corn normally works. You go dump it out in front of the stand. Yeah, they're like, I've been doing it for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very effective. <laughs> wonder how many of them got knocked on the door by the game one that night. Um, Dude, you'd be surprised how um, often they look at Facebook. Uh, like... And if you saw, uh, I went through it because I didn't have anything better to do. Well, uh, yeah. I went through and I found, like, the original poster. I got mm-hmm. back on there and found, you know, he went down through there and he waited, like, 30 minutes or so. He posts back replies to a couple of those guys. He's like, thanks. Good to know. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> right. So then you kind of wonder, I wonder how many piles that guy had. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. There was another one. I'm going to try to find it. Uh Where'd it go? It was in uh, Central Illinois, Deer Hunters. But this guy was talking about... Uh, I gotta find it. There's yeah, some great so. stuff. I mean, great stuff in these Facebook pages. Oh, yeah. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Politics, yada, yada. There's oh, boy. Uh, we don't have, <laughs> no, we're not we don't have time. We're not he must have deleted it. I'm in a good mood, so let's not talk about them. <laughs> retards. 
Because oh. I had people had liked the comment that I put. Ah, he must have deleted the post because one guy said he was talking about how long do you have to wait after purchasing a tag? Dude, I just saw that one this afternoon too. <laughs> yeah. I just saw that one this afternoon. What'd you say? He said, "Well, he said, how long do you have to wait after purchasing a tag before you can report the harvest?" I, 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 and one guy was on there. He was like, "The faster, the better." He was like, "For f's sake, dude, just delete this post." I, but I was, I put on there. Well, I waited about three and a half months this year. But <laughs> the other guy was. <laughs> and someone else was like, you just shot one without a tag, didn't you? <laughs> Dude, I saw that sometime. I had a couple of things to do at work still, and I looked at that, and I was like, man. But I, did, I didn't go ahead and read it. That's, that one guy said something like, uh, he was... <laughs> I forget what he even said. Something about buying the tag before you shoot him. Just delete this post for blank's sake before the great Morton sees it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. People like, on Facebook are entertaining. How stupid yep. you got to be with some of these people. Exactly. Uh, some of these guys. I mean, they they got to be just playing. You and know? Some of them, I think, are just trolling. But others are... There's some stupid people yeah. out there. I wouldn't be surprised if some of them ain't, though. Oh, They're yeah, They're just I know. that dumb. There are. Yep. Uh, there are. There's one other one. Um, I think it's called Dear Age and Score. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> yeah. It's great. There's like, there's so many 115, 120-ish deer, and every single one's a 140. Oh, yeah, at least. You know? Yes. Yeah. And well, the, and then, like, I don't know, guys will be like, specifically, post your 160s, and then there's a guy like, hey, I got a 138, and yeah. then there's another guy who's like, I got a 192. Yeah. Like, it's, just, <laughs> it's not what I wanted. <laughs> no. Everybody's so eager to share it, though. Yeah. Uh, what was the one you put? Bowhunters of America is always a good one, too. You had put some comment in there earlier this year. <laughs> I forget what it was. Oh, my. But you were like, this should be good. Bowhunters of America never disappoints. <laughs> oh, my. Because that one's always a classic. It's got yeah. like 100,000 members or something. Oh, yeah. So there's plenty of room for stupid. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that that corn one cracked me up, and then that one about the permit. How long do you have to wait after? <laughs> uh, <laughs> at least a day, I'd say to be safe. Because <laughs> Fluff got in trouble for that one time. Did you know that? I'm not surprised. <laughs> he he shot a deer, and I can't remember if it was. I think it was he shot it, and didn't. It was one of those deals he had a doe tag, but it was actually a buck. So instead of putting the and doe he, tag on it. he didn't it, realize it had spikes. Right. They were over know. three inches or whatever. They're right at it. So instead of doing that, he went and bought the either sex tag. And it's like shortly after he got it home and reported it, right? Red flag. Oh, yeah. So the guy comes and writes him a, a citation for it. And he was like, so had I not called you or had I not went and bought this permit to put on this deer to try to do the right thing, you would have never known. Nope, you're still gonna write me a ticket. Yep. Man. <laughs> so yeah, he got a ticket for putting the right tag on the deer. Man, I mean, yep. Good for him. I kudos to him for doing the right thing. Years ago, I shot a spike that I thought was a doe. It happens. Um, years ago, mm-hmm. and I'll never forget that morning too, because I got up in that tree, and I, uh, I'm not kidding, I bet. There were thirty mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. It was insane, and I and I was I was still in high school. I thought, man, the first deer that walks in front of me that's within range, I'm gonna shoot at. Yeah. 
And I remember, and of course, I mean, right when, and it was the first part of November, Spike walks by, you know. Of course he there, does. There was going to be six more, <laughs> yeah, you know, within yeah, an pro- hour. Probably. But anyway, he kind of, and I was, I had no idea, you know, I was like, well, it's, it's a lone doe coming through here. Nah. I, also, you know, lone doe, <laughs> beginning of November. Yeah, nah. Let's let her go and see what else is coming. He's, he's definitely got balls, whatever it is. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah, I distinctly remember being drawn back and the wind blowing me around. I'm thinking, I ain't going to hit this deer. (laughs) Guess what? Yep. Spine shot. (laughs) (laughs) Whack. (laughs) It was bad. But anyway, I was like, wow, I can get down now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yep. It was awful. Horrible. Uh But yeah, I got down there. I was like, hmm, there's a buck tag. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You got about five-inch spikes. Yep. There's a button buck that came very close to dying the other uh, couple weeks ago. I went and hunted that spot I was telling you about that we hunted years ago and mm-hmm. just hadn't hunted in, in a few years. And no sooner I was getting set up on the ground with my tripod and I hadn't got it completely like unscrewed and lifted up above the brush yet. And these six deer pop over the top of the hill, like 35 yards. And this one doe was just looking at me like Dead locked eye, yeah. on stomping. No, not the stomp. B- bobbing her head. Not the head bob. Yeah. <laughs> Where's walking the trifecta? Up, walking up to get closer. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just, so beside her is this little smaller deer, and I thought, maybe that's a doe. Like, I have no window to shoot at her. Even. She's at like 30 yards. This one's at like 35. I got the camera focused on him, so I moved the camera over to this deer, and I'm like, I think if I draw back and stand up, I can get an arrow at this thing before she blows. Because she doesn't know what I am. She just knows that I'm here, and she doesn't like it. I promise she would have not liked the squeak. <laughs> well, it was windy. <laughs> so uh, I get the camera moved over, and I zoom in. And about the time I'm thinking about standing up and drawing back, it lifts its head up. And it's got little buttons. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> and you're really lucky because I really don't even care that much here. <laughs> but yep. I went back to the doe, and there she is just looking at me. And when I moved the camera back to her, that was it. She was gone. Yep. They were all gone. But I didn't have to see anything else. But he was really close. Like, if I could have got stood up and drawn back, he was at least getting one flung at him. If he was a cat. Having not lifted life, his head up. Life number eight. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that to many a buck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, we were going to talk about the second rut. Speaking of Facebook posts, because that's kind of where I'd seen that at. Mm -hmm. A lot of these, you know, self-proclaimed great white hunters that know everything. And though we try to teach people and spread good information, I don't claim to be the end-all, be-all deer hunter know everything. I mean, that's why we got Blake here. No. no, 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 no. We're, we're so close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it, maybe by the time we hit episode 125, mm-hmm. like we'll be there, but we're not yet. So anyway, <laughs> there are people on Facebook who are there, though. And oh, if you don't sure. believe me, just ask them. They're on those Because they'll tell they're you. They're on those public They pages. are, yes. They're the ones with the piles in front of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're normally fairly vocal. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they'll tell you. So I had seen a guy post a question. About the second rut. And these guys were like, has the second rut happened yet? Or something like that. Like, when does it normally happen, right? And all these guys were on there just piling on them, all these know-it-alls about how there's no such thing as a second rut, and that's dumb, and this and that and the other. Well, how do you think they have twins? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Clearly, (laughs) clearly they don't know how this works. (laughs) Oh, shoot. 
That was a good one. Yeah, it was pretty good. I'm proud of myself on <laughs> that one. Oh, that was a good one. <sighs> but <laughs> Continue. Yeah. All these guys were talking about how there's no such thing and how it's the dumbest thing ever, that there's no second rut. and Part of it maybe is just semantics, like people calling it one thing. for If you call it that, because that's what you've always heard it called, is it like the first rut? No. Like all the does aren't in. But there's absolutely a period where... And it's because their cycle is about 28 to 32 days or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. In that window, after the rut, which we talked about on the Friday episode, we just got through, there will be does that either come back in. There will also be young does that come in for the first time because it's based on their body weight, they say, like the research and stuff. Once they hit a certain body weight, they're able to reproduce, right? Mm -hmm. So those does are getting big enough now, like especially early fawns or even year-and-a-half-old does are getting to the size where they can reproduce. So there's a another peak in rutting activity. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to call it a second rut or not, like I think that's just a good, easy way for people to understand it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's not like we're saying... They're running wide open again. There's Yeah, there's two whole different ruts. Like, mm-hmm. No. It's just... A, I, in my opinion, it's just a easy... Uh, phrase people it clicks like yeah second rut okay there's going to be this activity and there is every year like i got you get pictures of it every year that's why you see bucks dog and does in mid early december mm-hmm. like there's no doubt it happens mm-hmm. like the guys that saying saying it does not i don't know i don't know where they're coming from but they know it just ask them yep <laughs> um no i uh uh cameras have always shown it um, I've seen it mm-hmm. several times. You know, I mean, uh, if the does don't get bred for whatever reason when they come in the first time, or if it doesn't stick, I mean, if they get bred and it doesn't stick, yeah, which happens, it, their body knows. You yep. know, I mean, that's a that's a real thing. From that to like high doe numbers, like at where you were talking about, you had thirty four deer or something out there the other night. There's a pretty darn good chance that. There's not as many bucks. They're not as, all bred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not as many bucks as there are does. Mm-hmm. No. If one buck's trying to breed that many does, that's why we mm-hmm. talk about him. He's happy. So, <laughs> that's why we talk about him getting so run down when your buck to doe ratio is out of whack. But also, mm-hmm. your does don't all get bred. Mm-hmm. Correct. So then, at, at least in the first, the first round, mm-hmm. so they come out. They come into estrus. They go out. Right. Mm-hmm. And then once their cycle. Once they get, they get through their cycle, they come back into estrus. Like, yeah. And that's one reason for it is there's too many does or maybe there's not enough bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, even if your doe numbers are okay, maybe you just don't have enough bucks. Maybe mm-hmm. she went and hid through the whole rut. Uh, which I was I was going to make mention of that, too. Um, I hunted another spot. There's a little bitty place uh, next to my in-law's house, um, mm-hmm. a little bitty patch of brush. I was going to go in there. Uh, they told me that there was a big, nice buck went in there one day in gun season. Um so I went over there. I thought I'd try him because I didn't have anything that I felt was too promising at home. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'll go in there, you know, uh, late morning. I'm going to slip down this creek into this brushy draw and uh, see what I can see. I always thought it would be a good spot, but it's uh, it's real touchy, real touchy, hard to get in there. So I just, right. I just crawled through that creek, got down in there. I had just barely got off the road um, and was getting ready to load my gun there, going into that little uh, patch of brush. I mean, I wasn't. That's 50, 60 yards from their house, you right. know. I mean, right there. And this doe comes flying out of this honeysuckle patch. 
she's right up there next to their house. And I thought, oh, gosh, you know, here's a hot doe right here. There's going to be a buck bale out of there. That's you why know? she's there, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, but I waited and I waited. Nothing ever came out. And I finally decided, she's hot. She don't want to be chased. She's just coming up here and she's hiding, mm-hmm. you know. She doesn't even know that she's going to come back in in 28 days <laughs> yeah. you know, or, you know, right. about a month uh, yep. if she don't get bred. <laughs> like, she thinks she can avoid all this by hiding up here, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, the, over there where they're at, it's it's kind of getting open country. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'll go a half mile easy before you got another fence row, um, and you can see across there two and three miles in places. Some places you can go four miles and you don't have fence row. I mean, yeah. it, it's just wide open. Yep. But they're just hiding on these little pieces of brush where they think they can get away. Mm-hmm. You know, she was hiding up there close to their house. I thought, ah, this ain't going to work for you like you think. Right. It'll get you out of this one right here, but it ain't going to work later. You're going to be prime for the yeah. next one because there's not as many in. Yeah. They'll find you. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I think the uh, the most mature bucks that can find those does when they do come back in, you know, in this uh, in the, the December 10th mm-hmm. spot, you know, it's going to be the most mature bucks that are getting yep. uh, getting to breed them. Probably going to be different, though, because a lot of the bucks have been killed from the first round. Right. You know. Right. But I still think the most mature bucks in the area is going to get to do that breeding. Yeah, they've been there. They know mm-hmm. that they're coming back in. Whether they know it or they just sense it or they're maybe, – maybe it is they do kind of remember it or something like that mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Because a lot of times we talked about this, too, when those – Early fawns come in in like late December, January. A lot of times you see mature bucks dogging them. It's not the little ones necessarily. Oh yeah, like they're probably one ones that are going to get them bred. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, we talked uh, uh, back on the uh, Friday episode. Um, that spear buck back in like I think it was 2016. Uh, I saw him chasing. No, 2015. I mm-hmm. saw him chasing a, a, a doe fawn in February. You know. Mm-hmm. And he all but got on her in the road ditch when he ran across the road in front of me. Uh, but, yeah, they they will still come in and they'll still get bred. Um, yeah, like even even in the first, in the main, in the rut, you know, in November, I think some of these spikes that happen to find these does that uh, those mature bucks have not, you know, they're on their own doe mm-hmm. and all the does are in, you know. Uh, these little bucks, I know they're getting to breed. Yeah, heard, oh yeah. I've heard a guy tell tell a story about uh two good bucks fighting over this doe. He said those things were just having a knockdown drag out, you know, and that doe standing there watching. He said, Here run a four pointer up there and he got her. Right while them two was fighting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, he said he got her and he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh that's interesting too because they've had studies that show that a doe will have twins and they'll be sired by two different bucks. Mm-hmm. And actually what they think that is a lot of times is She'll get bred like that, and then let's say those two bucks got done fighting like right after, and then one of those bucks that won the fight will come in and breed her right after that little one bred her, and then she might have twins that'll be by those two different bucks even. Yeah, so that like that's interesting as well. Like they could have twins by different deer, and that's like people act like deer are so innocent and like it nature's all so happy and everything, and that reminds me too of. <clears throat> I was driving up to, I think I was going to church one Sunday morning. Or maybe I was going, no, I was going to meet you. We were going hunting. It was an evening, afternoon. And there was a doe laying in the road ditch. I couldn't really tell what it was. But there was a doe laying in the road ditch with a little spike buck standing over the top of her. Well, as I got closer to her, 
she's like dragging herself with her front hooves. Oh, yeah. Because she had been hit by a vehicle and I guess broke her spine probably and she was paralyzed on the back half. She's trying to pull herself away and this buck's trying to get on her and mount her <laughs> while she's laying there in the road ditch paralyzed. Like if I had a video of that, I would have sent it into that Nature is Metal Instagram page. They <laughs> would have loved it. But that's these things don't care. It's just like those mature bucks breeding those fawns and stuff. Like it's just yep. nature. Like, what is that yep. video on Facebook where that buck just runs that doe ragged and she runs her into the creek and she basically mm-hmm. dies right there? Did she die? I can't remember in the video. Like I don't she, remember. He ran her to death. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they will. Yep. Um, I saw another guy on Facebook. Uh, he said one of his coolest hunts ever. Um, I think he watched a doe run till exhaustion and die uh, in a creek. Um, he ended up killing the big buck that was on her that morning, I think. But he yeah, said that... it, he said it was just brutal. Yeah. Um, you know they he they ran that doe till exhaustion and she did die right there in front of him in the creek. Mm-hmm. I remember that because he took a screenshot of it and that guy had the buck and the doe right there. Oh yeah, that's right. I think he kept the doe. Yeah, he got the doe. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's yeah nature is brutal unforgiving <laughs> which is why like all the people that hate hunting and all that and shooting these deer like an arrow through the lungs is going to be the easiest death that these they've never seen a coyote try to take a deer out exactly mm-hmm. like one that's dying from starvation in the winter and getting drugged down by coyotes or At, hit by a vehicle they or, got about half eight before that deer finally dies uh-huh. oh yeah it's brutal. Or, or just yeah. dying of a harsh yeah. winter or old age. Like, it's not yeah. pretty. Like, or if a coyote gets a fawn in the, in the springtime, mm-hmm. oh, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to, like, like that doe I shot, she, like, 30 shot seconds. her and with under a minute, easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably 25 seconds, 30 seconds, she's dead. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Like, I, she jumped out of the plot, I heard a crash, she's gone. That's the, that is the most merciful death that they could have. Mm-hmm. And then you start talking about like the big game stuff out west. You start talking with about the wolves, wolves and bears and <laughs> congratulations, all that harsh Colorado! Stuff. You just ruined a whole bunch of stuff. No kidding. What are they thinking? All the I, liberals okay. decided it was a good <laughs> idea to let wolves out in parks. Yeah. Ooh, did they really? Yeah. They what was it five, and they're gonna plan on releasing another six within like a couple months. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, big wolves too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was dumb. Yes, they're gonna have issues. Yeah. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Was it Minnesota they're having problems with them? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. Michigan has problems with them too. Yeah, and they can't do nothing? Nope. Because look at the they're state protected. colors. Yeah, they're protected species. Oh, yeah. Even though they kill everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Wolves do not care. Yeah. And Colorado just had a bad elk kill last year because of the winter. Mm-hmm. Going to get worse. <laughs> yep. <laughs> elk comes down to money and politics like you're yeah. talking about. Which Liberals. we said we weren't going to get into. Yeah, I'm in a good mood, so let's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. Did we miss anything tonight? Uh, I'm sure we missed a lot. Uh, yeah, we didn't really cover anything we wanted to talk about. Sure we got we in the second round a little bit. We did. Yeah. That was, that was really all I had on the Game agenda. plan for what we're doing forward, looking forward. <clears throat> we didn't have not covered that yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, as far as the the rest of the season goes... Mm-hmm. Probably the same thing with the Fall Pursuit. Like, I think I mentioned it. We'll have uh, at least one more episode before the finale. And the finale will be a recap, I think. I'll try to take the best moments and put them all together for one episode. And if I can, 
I'd like to get everybody in to talk about them, but I'm not sure how I'm going to do that yet, so it may or may not. But well, anyway. That wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. Like, if I could, because like I've been doing the narration, if I could have, like, if we do the 6 by 5 hunt, mm-hmm. I'll put, like, I'll do maybe part of the bow hunt that me and you did, and then a gun hunt where you killed him, but mm-hmm. I'll have you narrate at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yada, yada, it goes into the hunt. And then, like, yours, I'll put, your first buck, your opening day buck recovery next to the video of Hightower, like, reaction. And then, but I'll have you narrate the beginning of that. Like, just tell us, like, what happened kind of thing, you know. And same thing for Dusty. And I can tell you guys about how I have the worst luck ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's the only mature buck I've had in bow range this year, and that happened. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Man. So I may do something like that. And maybe... I'll do, if Jeff wants to come in and do his, I'll put his bow kill on there. Because it technically. That was the first kill on camera. It was. Yeah, that was before. Well, was that before Dusty's boy? Yeah. I think so. I thought that yeah. was the first that was episode. Yeah, it was that first one. It was the, it was the, yeah, it was before that weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was the first one. And to be fair, it was on camera. Mm-hmm. It might have been moving a hair when he <laughs> shot. It was lack of communication. But she was in frame. And focus. In focus. Yep. Anyway. But that'll be... So there'll be at least one more episode with the doe kill on camera in focus. And Dusty's part of Dusty's buck. And then the finale episode. So we got that coming up. But I'm really the only one left hunting. I don't know if Dad's going to have any more time to go. He's getting caught up a little bit up here. Still behind on cooking. But like on cutting deer, getting caught up. I don't know about Jeff. He said he was going to try to go some this late season. He, he just have... got two the other day. Yeah. He's got one one buck tag filled, so yep. he's got one more that he could shoot. Uh, so if he goes anymore, maybe if I get to go with him, I will. But it's kind of down just left to me to kill a buck anyway. And I got one more doe tag, so I may shoot one of those. Mm-hmm. I'd actually thought about going out without the camera just to kill another doe just to mm-hmm. try to shoot one. I got plenty of them. <laughs> Obviously. Gosh. But. I yeah. couldn't believe it. That thermal, there were just black dots everywhere. I'm like, mm-hmm. I really need to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Well, I got one more tag. Come on, let's go. I mean, I'm I'm all for it. And then actually, uh, uh, I'll probably have two more tags at the end of the year because <laughs> it ain't looking too good buck. for the buck. Yeah. The only one that I have, I so I've got two. The one that was during that second rut phase kind of running around on the day it poured down rain like all day here about a week ago, week and a half ago. I remember it. Uh, I didn't go because it was pouring down rain. And I don't think he was ever in front of the stand, but he was on that white oak ridge. He's the kind of a big, goofy, almost mm-hmm. six-pointer. I think I'd shoot him at this point because he's mature. He just doesn't have much going on upstairs. Oh, much like Kind of like the president. <laughs> yeah. Very mature, not much going on upstairs. That's a good one. Yeah. Good comp. And ne- then Neither of them have enough sense to come in out of the rain. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and then uh, the seven-pointer's still around, too. He's He's been there at night pretty regular and he again from the side he doesn't have much at all from the front he looks okay but yeah i'd shoot him too so those are really the only two bucks i got left around that i know of uh, that i've had pictures of lately so but i'd shoot either one of them probably so that's kind of what i got going on i know you guys are probably done my cameras have been dead it's pitiful yep yep well you know where all the deer at yeah (laughs) all the does anyway i finally got a few does up at the north farm again and I had a couple of young bucks up there, but 
I've not had a shooter. Yeah, I got does coming in at like 30 minutes before light, and mm-hmm. that's it. Oh, and I should have threw this plug in with the Grandpa Ray plots, but I had a monster-bodied four-legged animal in my <laughs> Grandpa Ray outdoors plot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was loving it, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. There, there were two of them, but you couldn't see them as well in the first picture. That was a smaller one of mm-hmm. the two. But, yeah, she was just hammering that Grandpa Ray's. <laughs> this big... Amish horse, I'm sure yep. it was from the, the Amish up there. Yep. But I think I put something about, if you're wanting to grow them big, you need to use Grandpa Ray Outdoors. That's right. Because this thing was every bit Could of... Could you got your tag wrapped around that thing? Maybe it's hoof. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's hoof. I'm not really into glue. Making glue. <laughs> if it had been a big Angus beef, maybe we could have done something hey. about it. Yep. I mean, if it's, I mean, it could be hard to tell through the brush if it's a deer or not. What are you going to do? I mean, it's hoofed, so that's right. Go. That's right. There's no season for them, so it's legal, right? <laughs> Year-round, let's go. Did you see that elk that died in, uh, what that county was that? Northern uh-huh. Illinois. Northern, central northern Illinois. There was an elk found dead, tagged elk found dead. Mm-hmm. No one shot this one like that girl did several years ago or a few years ago. But, yeah, they found I it. haven't been up north yet, so can't blame me. Mm-hmm. Uh, i do expect us to have elk in the southern part of the state bring it in the future oh yeah which is why like we were talking to rodney i think if you could find some ground down there by shawnee undervalued right now if we end up with elk in 20 or 50 Mm -hmm. years they got wild pigs down there right now don't they Mm -hmm. man yeah they got pig i got a buddy with a helicopter there you go man i looked into that it's expensive. It is expensive for like an hour, like three hours. Yeah, but man, that would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. I've been watching YouTube lately, and I've been watching some guys uh, drive around in like a Tacoma. Uh-huh. They got a minigun mounted on that thing, uh-huh. just mowing pigs down. Yeah, that's awesome. I need to become friends with you guys. Exactly. See, I've been looking for something like that that we could go do, like for a Ridge Hunter into the season, fall pursuit kind of thing. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not spending $3,000 a person to shoot them out of a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> Nor could I. No, I mean, <laughs> I'd like it a lot if you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe eventually. We're going to have to have a lot more subscribers than what we got now. Although it's been going good. Mm-hmm. If, uh, everybody that has subscribed, I appreciate it. If you haven't, go do it. I was The goal for this year was 1,000 when, we when we went to the deer and beer. If I, I thought if I could get to 500, that'd be awesome because we had 123 in August. We hit 1,000, I don't even know, shortly thereafter. Then I thought, well, if we could hit by 2,000 by the end of the year, that'd be cool. I don't know. What was that, a few weeks ago? I just mm-hmm. posted that we hit 2,000. Mm-hmm. Like, well, this is cool. Well, this, that's like, for the year, I'm happy with that. We've been doing, really doing YouTube stuff for roughly a year. Like, I haven't really focused on the channel till even this fall, mm-hmm. this summer. We put a few videos up, uh, decent longer videos, right? But... Now we're at 3,200 or something as we sit here right now, I think. So it's just been growing like mm-hmm. crazy. Like, with by internet standards, probably not growing like crazy. But, like, for where I thought it would be, I'm mm-hmm. way more yeah, than happy with where we're at right now. And it's still growing every day. Like, we're gaining 25 to 50 subscribers every day. So it's really cool mm-hmm. to see that number going up. And hopefully everybody that is subscribing is enjoying the content, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fall Pursuit stuff. I'm looking forward to what we can do with that next year. Hopefully, we'll have some more opportunities, maybe to partner with some more people and make that even better. Kill shots. Maybe we'll get some kill shots. Everybody's got the rust knocked off from this year. Uh, 
Maybe we'll get another camera or so, so we can have a little more action occasionally. Cause we got, uh, a few hunts that didn't even have cameras with them when I should have had cameras with them, <laughs> like an opening day buck that might've got killed. That was a one-time thing. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, all that stuff coming up in the new year. So we'll have what? One more episode before new year's. Mm-hmm. And then, gosh, we'll be getting close to our end-of-the-season campfire. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'll be a good one. I look forward to that one every year. Hopefully, we can get everybody in here. We can get you guys and Dad and Jeff and mm-hmm. even Dusty if we can we can split microphones or share microphones or I can get a couple, head, maybe a splitter and a headset or two. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. We can get as many people in here as we can. We'll do end-of-the-season campfire, even if we got to take this stuff out somewhere else and do it. Uh, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Cramped in here. Yeah. yeah, I am ready for next season. I'm excited. Yep. Yeah, Already. you guys must be nice. <laughs> I got some <laughs> plans. Forward to next year. I'm, I got plans, Burn. I got plans too for the cabin. I don't know. I'm gonna get at least some of them done. We'll see. I got ready for, ready for my new boat to get here too. Good night. Yeah, you ordered that quite a while ago. You got the carbon one. Carbon one X. Ordered November first. Opening the day it came out. Yep. Yep. And they ain't here yet. No. Yeah. I'm figured. This is the second version of the carbon bow, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be interested to see how you like it. Which did you shoot one of them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I really, really want to shoot an eighty pound bow just to see. I'm just excited to have my hands warm. <laughs> right. That's the only thing I got it for because I was tired of having that cold riser. <laughs> I always wear I usually wear one glove. See, I can't I hate wearing gloves. Which I I think that was part of my problem with that insanity, torquing the bow. Mm-hmm. Because, like, target shooting, fine. But when I throw a glove on, yep, even shooting those targets. Because that handle was really thin. This assassin handle is thick enough that even with the glove on, I can get it seated right. I think that helps. But, like, in the video where I shot the buck, you can see on the GoPro video that I got my glove on my left hand, and then I just put my hand in that hand warmer with my release so I don't have to have one on my right hand. If I'm self-filming, sometimes I will put one on my right hand, too, because I don't want to freeze to death while I'm moving the camera, but... Yeah, it would be nice to just have a warm. Dad's got that wooden handle on his Patriot. That's they uh, stay warm. Yeah, it's nice about that, and it's like grooved and fitted. It's a big old honking thing, but it's nice. That bow also weighs like thirteen pounds. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm. You see the stack of weights I got saved up for my stabilizers. Oh yeah, I got like I'm gonna be having like ten ounces on the back and. Six ounces is what I'm thinking I'm going to have on the front. That's a whole nother pound. Yeah. He buys a light bow. He puts weight all over <laughs> he it. He buys a carbon bow. <laughs> My gosh. It puts a pound of stabilizer weight on it. My gosh. Yeah, I can't wait. That yep. thing's gonna, I'm hoping to get like 10 pounds on this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to move. <laughs> that thing's going to be steady. Yeah. You kill a fawn if you drop it on him. <laughs> right. That's an option always. Yep. All right. You got anything else for this week, this episode? No. If you're hunting, keep on hunting hard. That's right. If you got tags, still get after it. If you're in the big buck contest, there's still a little bit of time. Our leader right now is a 147 and some change, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was 160s. Mm-hmm. I think. Can't remember. Right at 160 or low 160s. Second place was 150 something. Mm hmm. Year before was when you won it, one seventy eight. Second mm-hmm. place was one seventy two, mm-hmm. one seventy four, something like that. And then this year the leader's one forty, one forty seven and something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
So if you're still if you're in the big buck contest, get out there and get after them. You get you still got a little bit of time here and shoot you 150 inch deer and, and win a 350 legend. Mm-hmm. That's right. That'd be all right. Uh, all the giveaways are done, so I did want to say thanks to everybody that entered that this year, and hopefully that was a little bit uh, gave you at least a chance to win something even if you didn't kill a deer. Um, Shannon won the binoculars. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Sean Mitchell won the backpack, mm-hmm. and then ah, Hard Rocks boy Hutchcraft won the rangefinder, the first drawing. Jeremy, I think that's Hard Rocks kid. It's your story, dude. We'll <laughs> go with it. <laughs> anyway, so that was a lot of fun doing that. But uh, if you're still out there, keep after him. Mm-hmm. Stay warm. Hopefully, it gets cold for us. But I'm going to stay yeah, after I'm him. begging for some cold. Mm-hmm. Coyote hunting's been rough. If one of you yahoos wants to go run a camera one of these days, you just let me know. We can, you need to get some work in. Yep. <laughs> if you feel like you need a little practice. Kill but, shots. We have to get kill shots. I'm just saying, <clears throat> if somebody wouldn't hit a limb, and, well, I mean, there was a certain guy behind the camera when that happened. So there would have been a kill shot on camera. And then there was another kill shot on camera at the beginning of the year. It's another guy, a certain guy might have been behind the camera on that one. And then we finally got another one. A certain guy might have been by himself hunting and behind the camera. <laughs> and we got that one on film. And I'm not even the best cameraman around here. I'm just saying. I got one. No, I got two on camera. You got a gun kill on camera. I got Nate's blurriness. <laughs> It was either the hood or it the is, shoulder. I don't it know what is it was. on camera. To technically, technically, you are right. I, mean, are I got right. it on camera. It's on camera. Yeah. And it's an incredible close-up shot. <laughs> of some Sitkin gear. Of an elevated two. It's either a hood or a shoulder. Yep. I don't know what it is. Yep. It's unfortunate. Very. You hear it the happens. Bow, you hear the bow go off. You hear a smack. Dude, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Also, to be fair, if I would have hit that deer maybe a little bit different, Nate would have had one behind the camera, too. So, there's that. If I just had a cameraman with me, I would have had one. (laughs) (laughs) On both occasions, we had both of them on. I was just lucky that doe stayed out there where she did look out. I hate self-filming, and I really don't like it out of a blind, but I just got lucky on that one. And then you have to admire my ingenuity on my self-filming. I did like your camera arm in the blind. That was very nice. And it worked. I just needed duct tape or I had it. You know how many people didn't realize that you shot that thing in the head? (laughs) I know. I'm like, this is breaking news to them right now if they're listening to this. They're like, like, he shot it in the head? (laughs) 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 I've had so many people ask, like, or say, like, man, that thing went right down, didn't he? I was like, yeah, he shot it in the head. (laughs) He did? (laughs) Do you not see the dirt behind his head? up. I got blew through it. Like a handful of people. Like, there was a reason I didn't have a closing interview. (laughs) It was nasty. (laughs) (laughs) My plan worked. It it made me happy. Like, with a gun that close, that's an ethical shot. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. killed him like that. It it turned out to be very effective. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not saying you should try to head shoot one at 150 yards. <laughs> but if they're at 20. Yep. She, I think she was 45. Or 45. She looked really close in the video. I had it zoomed in real good. Because <laughs> well, I, 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 I wanted it. So. Even, but even that with the 
What what were you shooting? Four fifty. The four fifty. Yeah, I mean, like you got a good scope. That was steady. Yeah, like those radix blinds that crossbar under that window. Mm-hmm. That's what it's there for. Yes. It's perfect. Yes. Thank you, Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh shoot. Well, let's get out of here before we get in trouble or something. Uh, appreciate everybody <laughs> listening. Appreciate you subscribing to the YouTube channel, following us, all that kind of stuff. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you have a good Christmas. And we'll catch you guys on the next one.